BCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk as we continue our coverage, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, October 7th. As Jews were observing their Sabbath and had just finished celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles, Hamas attacked Israel by air, by land, by sea. Estimates of the number of Jews killed are now around a thousand. Additionally, thousands were injured. Others are kidnapped, being held as hostages. A number of Americans killed. Just reported by President Biden that uh, confirming 14 American dead. Other Americans are among the hostages with Hamas. This is the largest murder of Jews since the Holocaust. Anti-Semitism events and rallies are happening around the world, including right here in the United States. Israel's enemies have vowed to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. Why is there such hatred against the Jewish people? And if Islam is the religion of peace, some claim it to be, why are they committing such horrific atrocities and terrorism? Or is that the true face of Islam? Joining us today, we welcome back Usama Dakdak, the founder of the Straight Way of Grace Ministry. Usama is Egyptian-born. He was taught in the Egyptian schools. He was taught Sharia. He uh, is a born-again believer. He is a speaker on the daily radio broadcast revealing the truth about Islam. He speaks fluent Arabic. He has translated the Quran into English. He's the author of Exposing the Truth About the Quran, Exposing the Truth About Jihad, the booklets, The Violent Truth About Islam, The Straight Way to Eternal Life. Usama, thank you for joining us on Crosstalk today. Uh, thank you, Brother James. It's always my joy to be with you, and sadly, for such time as this. Yeah, Usama, I, I don't know if you're on speakerphone or not, but if not, if you could have, go right on the phone there. Um, well, brother, I'm not on speaker. I just it's an empty building. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you uh, for that. Um, I have I've seen multiple videos coming out from Israel where Hamas is breaking down border fence with a front loader, and as they do, you hear the loud chants of "Allahu Akbar." I've seen the kidnappings take place, and again, "Allahu Akbar." I've seen the the kicking dead Israeli bodies as they haul them off with "Allahu Akbar." And Usama, I saw one news service who reported this means God is good. Would you set the record straight on this? <laughs> God is good for the death of the Jews, for the abuse of the dead bodies. What kind of God is this? Maybe Allah is good. Uh, for that evil act, because Allah is Satan. The word Allah is not the word God. That's the fact number one. If Muslims say Allah is God, we have to say, you believe that Allah is a Father, Son, Holy Spirit, triune, triune God? No, then, then it's not, we're not talking about the same God. The word Akbar, it is the opposite of the word Asghar, which means bigger. Lots of people even sadly say it means great. No, it does not mean great. It means bigger. It's a size. The word great is the word azim, Brother Jim. Muslims never say Allah azim. But Allah Akbar. Allah is bigger. My daddy is bigger than your daddy. That's why I'm taking you out. So why do they yell this as they're committing such atrocities? Is to show their superiority? You know how the lion make a sound and scares the daylight out of every animal they attack and they devour? This is exactly what Muhammad used to do. He goes around the villages, including Jewish villages in his days in Mecca and in Medina, like Bani Qurayzam. And they surround the city, and all of them shout, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. As a matter of fact, they have a statement, Allahu Akbar, Kharabat Khaybar. Khaybar is another Jewish community. It's destroyed. Allahu Akbar, Kharabat Khaybar. Allah is bigger, and Khaybar, the Jewish community, is destroyed. And when they do that, people get scared. People get terrorized. It is the shout of a lion to chew an animal, or to, to, to freeze an animal, which ends being a dead uh, uh, meal for the, for the lion. That is exactly what they do. It's the same shout they, they have in the call of prayer. That's why we speak against allowing Muslims to have the call of prayer, because in it, they say a lot. But when people do not know what that word means, it means nothing. Just people have some religion and some stuff they do. But for me, a man who knows, that shout always comes with death. That shout always comes with turning. It is not right for Muslims to shout along, but in our mosque, in this free country of the United States of America. And if you do not know what comes after it, 
then it means nothing. But there's always death of, come after Allah. But remember, Nidam Malik Hassan, for example, in, in Port Hochuta, he shouted Allah for 50 times, and he wounded 55, and he killed 15. 13 plus a baby. Uh, along with the same shout came out of the aeroplanes when they, when they took the towers. Along with always the shout when Muslims take target out. That is exactly what Allah Akbar means. My Allah is bigger than yours, and we're taking you out. I've got a few audio clips I want to air today. There's uh, these anti-Israel rallies and marches that are happening in cities around the world. I'd like to uh, first go to London as they chant, Free, Free Palestine. Also, we have this song that is sung. That's the, this one is from New York City. Uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. You saw my comment on these, if you would. Well, it, it, when you say Palestine or Palestine in the Arabic language, they're talking about the entire land of Israel. They believe it is theirs, Israel occupying it, and the day is coming, and they are thinking it is now, where they're going to kill the last Jews and free the entire land to be theirs. Now, obviously, these Muslims are ignorant of Islam, because had they studied the Quran, they would have found that Allah, in the Quran, have given that land to Moses and to the children of Israel literally 3,800 years ago. That is what the Quran teaches, Quran chapter 2, beginning, uh, Quran chapter 5, beginning from verse 20 to 26. This is what the Muslims need to learn. Israel is not occupying their own land. Israel are not occupying their own home, given by Allah Almighty, the God of Muhammad, as they claim, to the Jews, to Moses and his people. So, I don't know how can you free people from their own land. Who is the occupier? The, the problem is the people of the West, our media and our politicians, never told the truth to the American people and to the Muslims. You are the one who are occupying Gaza right now. Even that Gaza belongs to the children of Israel, and we forced them to give it to you, and now you're using it to harass him and to terrorize him. We should remove you out of Gaza. Maybe some other Muslim country will have you which sadly, not one Muslim country will ever have the, the Palestinians. Who are the original Palestinians? Obviously, when you read in the Bible, you read about David killing Goliath, who is a Palestinian. You read about Samson fighting the Palestinians. These Palestinians are actually, by their DNA, we just discovered this few years ago, the DNA proves that they were uh, Greek people. They're not Arab. The Bible calls them, in the book of Ezekiel, the book of Jeremiah, the book of Amos, the Kaftor people. Kaftor is a big island in the Mediterranean Sea. Also, the Bible calls them the Sea people or the Northern people. The Arab who are shouting now, they want to free Palestine and remove the occupier, the Jewish people out of it. These are the Muslim Arabs who came from Saudi Arabia. They are the ones who invaded that land 641 A.D., that is literally one year after they invaded my home country, Egypt. 641 years after Christ, these Arabs show up in Israel, killing the Jew, killing the Christian, and taking over that land. They occupy that land after it's been owned by the Jewish people for all their life. And obviously, at this time, 600 years after Christ, there are plenty of Christians in the Promised Land, which we change its name to Holy Land. So... The Jewish people are the original people of the land. The original people of the land, the six nations, we read about them in Genesis chapter 15, not one of them is called Palestinians, because the Palestinians, the Arabs, were not there, because as I said, they just came there 641 AD. And the original Palestinians, the Greek people, they did not show up there until 200 years before King David. That's during Samson. And by the way, they were settled there by Rances the Third, Rances the Great, Rances the Third, and he settled them in five cities. Gaza, Ashkelon, we know these two cities, of course, we're talking about Gaza today, and the rest of the other three cities. And the, they were living there under the supervision of Pharaoh. He settled them there. I'm talking about the northern people, the sea people, captured people. If we just go to the Bible and read this passage, we'll find out this is a fact. 
Original Palestinians have nothing to do with such Arabs who invaded that land 641 A.D. Usama Dankar, our guest today from the Straightway of Grace Ministry. I've got another audio clip I'd like to play, and this one is now from Sydney, Australia, outside the Opera House. And folks, as I mentioned, these rallies are happening all over the world. But at this particular location, uh, the yes, the audio was obtained where they're yelling out, Gas the Jews! Gas the Jews, and also Allahu Akbar. Here's the clip. So there again, Yusama, we have the Gas the Jews and Allahu Akbar. Well, I'm, I'm glad you have these clips, and they are sadly in Orlando. They are here in New York. They are here in America, different big cities. And that is a warning. That is alarm for all the people who live in the West. If you live in Australia, if you live in Europe, if you live in America, these are the Muslims whom you have in your own country. Many of them are being fed by our tax money because they're on warfare, and many of them are refugees. We actually paid for their flight to come to America and to the European countries. That is the reality. That is the real color. Today is Saturday, and tomorrow is Sunday, which means today they're shouting death to the Jews. Tomorrow they're going to be shouting death to the Christians, because on Saturday, Saturday, Jewish people celebrate and worship, and the Christians celebrate and worship the resurrection mm-hmm. of Christ on Sundays. Today they're shouting death to the Jewish people. Tomorrow they'll be shouting death to everybody else who will not submit Islam. This is the real color. This is the real belief, which is in the heart of every Muslim. It doesn't matter where they live. Usama, yesterday you told me on the phone that uh, you were taught Islam in Egyptian schools and that you were taught that Allah turned Jews into monkeys and swine. Uh, tell us about that. <laughs> Absolutely. If you go with me to Quran chapter 2 and verse 65, Allah said, and indeed, we know those who uh, worship uh, on the Sabbath, he's talking obviously uh, the Jewish people, we said to them, become despised monkeys. That is the first. Quran chapter 5, verse 60, have the same thing. He said, and we made some of them monkeys and swine. Quran chapter uh, 7 and verse 163, that's where you read the total of the story. How this happened? I'll show you the deception of Allah, the evil of Allah. Because he allowed these people, the Jewish people, to live on a city by the water. And obviously most of them were fishermen. So Allah tempted them by removing the fish from the water. He actually, Muhammad used the word hutan, which is well. Uh, this is a mistake in the Quran, but that doesn't matter. So they go fishing on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's no fish in the water, Brother Jim. Allah caused the fish to go down in the bottom of the sea. But on the Sabbath, Allah caused the fish to come and fill the entire water to the point that you could not see water because the water was actually filled with fish. Well, Allah kept tempting the Jewish people. They got hungry, they got thirsty, they need food. So they thought, go ahead, they went ahead and caught fish on the Sabbath. And because they disobeyed the command of Allah, when he told them, do not work on the Sabbath, they were cursed and turned to monkey and my, my. Friends, we've got to take a quick break. Usama Daktak is with us today. Our topic, the terror of Islam. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, creation author with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, you say that there was no death before Adam sinned. But what about plants? Didn't Adam eat plants? Yes, Chris. Adam and Eve did eat plants in the Garden of Eden. But was this really death in the biblical sense? There's a profound theological distinction between plants and animals in the Bible. Both man and the animals are described as having life. Hebrew nephesh, which plants don't have. The term life is reserved for those animals in whose nostrils is the breath of life, and also by the fact that life is in the blood. Plants have neither breath nor blood. Thus, the eating of a plant in the Garden of Eden wouldn't necessarily involve death. Plants are biologically alive, but they're not biblically alive in the sense that they do not have true life. You see, Chris, there's always an answer to the anti-creationist questions. 
Back to Genesis. Now that works. Thanks, Dr. Morris. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. With us today, Usama Daktok, the founder of the Straight Way of Grace Ministry and speaker on the daily radio broadcast, Revealing the Truth About Islam. Today, we're talking about the terror of Islam. Friends, as Usama has pointed out, it is not a religion of peace, but it is a religion of terror and uh, exposing exactly what is taking place, uh, not only against uh, uh, the Jewish people, but also what is intended against Christians as well. Uh, Usama, uh, before we go on, and I have another uh, clip I'm going to be pr- playing also here in this segment, uh, coming out of Times Square, New York City, but I'd like you to uh, look up uh, a passage out of the Quran. It's in chapter 5, around verse 20 or so, that deals mm-hmm. with the land issue, because this is a very important issue as well. Sure. Before, if you don't mind, before I do that, I remember being in the zoo in Egypt. Yeah. This is a very sad tragedy, brainwashing to all the students. And when, you, when you're in Egypt, they make you go to one trip to Giza, where they have the biggest zoo there. And we stood up before the monkey cages, and there were maybe 15, 20 monkeys. There are lots of monkeys. Yeah. And the professor, my teacher, would tell us, these monkeys used to be Jewish. And Allah cursed them and made them monkeys. Oh, my. So the original beginning of the monkey, they were human. The opposite, by the way, of evolution. And Allah cursed them and made them monkeys. So imagine, even if the students do not learn that from the Quran, as I shared with you, they learn it from the teachers. Mm-hmm. Every time you see a monkey, think about it. That is a Jewish man. That's why it is okay to kill a monkey. It's okay to kill a Jew. My. What an atrocity. So, here's the best, Brother Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it says, sorry, in Quran chapter 5, verse 20, and, and that is, by the way, what we should do in America. These people who are going right all over this country, they need to be educated about their Quran, about their Allah. Uh, I'm going to skip a few verses for the sake of time, but in verse 20, and when we, that's uh, Allah speaking here, uh, when Moses uh, said to uh, his people, oh, uh, my people, remember the grace of Allah on you. Uh, uh, when he made you prophet, um, we made prophet among you, and uh, he made you kings. Uh, uh, the passage is full of errors because obviously during the life of Moses, there were no prophets except Moses. There were no kings because the first king came years, four hundred years or so later, which mm-hmm. is King Saul, and then after that, King David. But anyway, he said in verse twenty-one, five twenty-one, "O my people, enter the holy land which Allah has." prescribed for you. Here is the command of Allah to Moses, to the children of Israel, to enter the Holy Land. That's a wrong name. It's supposed to be Promised Land. Holy Land is a name known in Jesus' days, not in Moses' days. But that's the matter. So here is the command of Allah. They said we can't. The people are strong and we can go on back and forth about that. But we'll move on to the following verse. He said, my Lord, when people were afraid to take the Promised Land, surely I do not own anything except myself and my brother. So separate between us and those transgressing people. Why Allah calls them transgressing there? Because they could not or refused to enter the promised land because they were afraid of the strength of the original people. Last verse I'll read is verse 26, 526. Here's what Allah said. He said, Allah, so surely it is forbidden to them forever. No, 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 not forever. Listen carefully. It is forbidden to them for 40 years. This is the command. That's the word of Allah, Brother Jim. Hmm. Allah did not say that they will never take this land, but as it is also written in the Exodus account, we know from the scripture from the Holy Bible that God forbid them from having the promised land for 40 years. They were wandering in circles until the 20 years and older died, and the new generation entered the promised land by the leadership of Joshua. So when Muslims say that Jewish people occupying that land, they need to learn their Quran. It is the only land, Brother Jim, which we have two deeds, one from the Bible and one from the Quran. Wow, wow. Yusama, as you know, the the atrocities are many. I mean, the killing in cold blood, uh, the raping of, of little girls, the raping of women, uh, beheading babies. I mean, just horrible stories that are coming forth about finding beheaded babies and so forth. Uh, this is all being done in the name of Islam. That is exactly what Allah orders the Muslim people to do. And what makes me sick is you see liberals and you see the media in America, the coward, ignorant media, will say, this is just some radicals, this is just some extremists. No, that's exactly what Muhammad did. 
Muslims are commanded in the Quran to follow the word of Allah, the command of Allah, and the sunnah of Muhammad. What is the sunnah of Muhammad? What Muhammad did? If you think about Bani Quran, the Quran chapter 33, verses 26 and 27, Muhammad did the same thing to the original Jewish people of Bani Quran. He actually beheaded between 600 and 900 men. And he took the women and the children as concubines and slaves. They raped them. You go to Quran chapter, 20, chapter 5, verse 24, you see, well, these Muslims told Muhammad, we cannot enjoy these women sexually because we know their husband's still alive. We know them. He said, Allah said, accept what your right hand possesses. So if a Muslim man can possess a female, notice now, I'm not saying uh, grown-up women, an eight or nine years old, because in Sharia, in Islamic law, according to the Sunnah of Muhammad, a Muslim man can be married to a Muslim female at the age of eight or nine. He can be involved with her sexually. They can marry them after birth. Sharia teaches that if a, if a mom have a baby and the baby girl, uh, the dad can marry her, the baby is just an hour old, to some man, 40, 50 years older than her, but he cannot uh, consummate his marriage with her. He cannot be involved with his wife sexually until she turns the age of eight and nine. So if they can do that to their own daughters, married to little girls, eight and nine years old, you don't think they're not going to rape eight, nine years old, a Jewish female? It is the teaching of the Quran. If you look for the word, whatever your right hand possesses, all over the Quran, that is the given free will of Allah, the blessing of Allah for the Muslim man to enjoy female sexually when they are kidnapped or taken over mm -hmm. in such form as, as we see here in the war. So this is Islam, and that is the Brexit of Islam. I wish the Muslim knows that so they can figure out if they want to continue in that savage cult. And I wish the West, my wish is, is the West yeah. to know that so they can protect themselves from the worst days which is coming to us here in America. And the decapitation, I, I just, just reading from Todd Starnes today, he said the Israeli Defense Forces, they have discovered the bodies of 40 Jewish babies. They had been slaughtered by Hamas, their heads decapitated. He said there are no words for the evil that is on display for the world to see. Barbarism, savagery, the English language does not have the capacity to describe what sort of monsters would behead babies, just like there are no words to describe what happened during the Holocaust. Uh, Behaving, Brother Jim, is the teaching of Allah, Quran 47, verse 4. So when you meet those who become infidel, strike the necks until you have made a great slaughter among them. If I don't kill him as a baby, I'm going to kill him when he grow up. So why not just kill him as a baby? Muslims think they're doing them a favor by killing them as babies instead of they wait until they grow up and then they kill them. Usama, I've got another clip I want to play. This is an Islamic cleric speaking at a rally in Times Square, New York, uh, speaking that uh, Islam is the correct religion and that he says we will not stop until it enters every home. Folks, this is the United States of America. Some of you listening in New York City right now, listen to what happened in Times Square. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of Islam. And we will not stop until it enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it as if the Ummah depends on this, my brothers and sisters. La ilaha illallah. of worship except Allah, the God of Jesus, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, and the God of the last and final prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. this is from Times Square, New York. <laughs> and the man is idiot. He does not know the Arabic language. The statement, la ilaha illallah, it is, there is no God except Allah. There is no such a thing, the one to be worshipped alone. This is made up. They don't even know their Arabic, but that's okay. By the way, this is the two statements which you hear here in New York and in Twin City, and it's going to be in every city in America, in the call of prayer. And Muhammad said, he's the teacher of Muhammad, I have been commanded by law to, uh, to kill the Americans until they say there is no God except Allah and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. You may think Muhammad never knows a thing about America. I said, yes, indeed, he knows it, because here's what he said. I have been commanded by Allah to engage in war with people. 
If the American people are people, Muhammad is talking about them. The command of Allah to Muhammad to kill the Americans until they say there is no God except Allah and Muhammad is a messenger of Allah. And Muslims have been teaching that in our public schools since literally 2004, 2005. And the day is coming where every house in America will have some Muslim person because of deception or because of tyranny. That is what Muslims would do in America. And friends, keep in mind, I mean, it just was reported today from Western Journal as well, or yesterday it came out about New York police uh, increasing its presence in the city's Jewish neighborhoods, according to UPI. Police are being deployed to U.S. religious sites as slaughter goes global, and it's taking place. It's something that Usama has warned about coming to the United States. We'll talk about that more in just a moment, but uh, Usama, the Middle East Monitor, just reported that uh, just recently the U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken approved the release of $75 million to Palestine. We understand this was to be for food assistance, but we know funds like this rarely make it for food assistance. Might this be funding terrorism? Absolutely. You know, the the idea, that's how naive our politicians are. They think if I give you a million dollars, you need to buy food with this or you need to buy medicine with it. Haven't we learned from the past when we even send the medicine not we give them money to buy medicine. We actually send them medicine. And they sold the medicine in a black market. And they took the money to be used for war against Israel. I mean, how stupid can we be more than that? You don't even give them medicine. Trust me, if you send them food, they will sell the food in the black market and they will use the money to buy bombs because these people care less about eating. But they care much about killing the less you. Sending money to the Muslims it is a level of stupidity on our behalf, but the Muslims see it as we are weak. And Quran chapter 47, 35 stated, do not be weak when you have the upper hand. When I know you're weak, then I'm strong. When I'm strong, I'm going to do exactly what I'm supposed to do. You can go ahead and send me money, or you send me food, you send me medicine. I will, I will exchange the food and the medicine for money to buy bombs to kill a Jew. That is exactly what we, we are killing the Jewish people by our own weapons. If we have left it in Afghanistan, or if we have given money to Iran or any other Muslim country of the world, the money would travel somewhere and the bomb would be used to kill the Jews. Friends, we're talking about the terror of Islam today, and uh, we're just a minute before our break, but I want to tell you about a couple of booklets that uh, we have uh, here through Usama's ministry. One is called The Violent Truth About Islam. They claim that Islam is loving and peaceful, uh, but they also insist that violence is committed by only a few radicals. That's what they'll say. But guess what, friends? As Usama has quoted today, there are uh, multiple direct references in the Quran that teach violence and the beheadings and so forth. This uh, little booklet, it's 24 pages. Uh, we are making available uh, one copy available for donation of $2. That includes postage. Five copies for $9, but 10 copies for $12. 12 copies, uh, 10 copies for $12. We also have, uh, that's the red booklet. The green booklet is the straight way to eternal life. And that is witnessing to Muslims, how to bring them into faith in Christ. Again, it's a 24-page booklet. And uh, uh, it is uh, gives uh, direct quotes not only from the Quran to show its uh, the fact that it is not true, but also the Word of God that does share the soul saving gospel message. Uh, one copy available for two, five copies for nine dollars, ten copies for twelve. You'll find this on our website at vcy.org, right there at the top of the page, vcy.org, or you may reach out to our switchboard here today at one eight hundred seven two nine nine eight two nine. That's one eight hundred seven two Friends, we're going to be talking about what's happening at our borders. We're also going to be talking about what's going on with the Council on American-Islamic Relations. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From film producer Dave Cristiano comes the Christian film, Always a Winner. It follows the challenges and conflicts faced by a girls golf team at a Christian high school. Always a Winner unfolds many key themes on pride, arrogance, relationships, forgiveness, and standing for life. You can't get an abortion. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I have to. No, you don't. Baby's not very far along. The baby was a baby at conception. You can't kill your baby. Hannah, this is not your problem. The 85-minute DVD, Always a Winner, is available for a donation of $18. For Always a Winner, Call 1-800-729-9829. 
That's 1-800-729-9829. Ask for the DVD, Always a Winner. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. We're talking about the terror of Islam today. And friends, what uh, we have seen take place, the atrocities, the decapitations taking place, the the senseless slaughtering, it is being done in the name of Allah. It's being done in the name of Islam. And that is what their book says. The the, the Quran tells them to do. Uh, make no friends with, with uh, the, you know, the infidel. Uh, you're to strike the necks of the infidel. We see that written in the pages of the Quran. Strike the necks is decapitation. And it is there. It is a very violent religion. Uh, and Usama, it, it just baffles us how it is that that the United States even funds. I mean, here we have the Washington Free Beacon just reported yesterday that the Biden administration awarded $100,000 in taxpayer funds to a Gaza university over the weekend uh, that, I mean, over this past weekend that praised the Hamas terrorists who invaded Israel. They, they view the terrorists as being righteous martyrs. I wish I wish the American people can go and study for maybe one day in these universities and these costs to see and to learn what do they think of America. While they're eating our food, we send to them, they're shouting death to America. In the schools, especially when you get to college, that's where you learn more in depth about the hatred towards the Jews and the Christians. And if they hate the Jews 1%, they hate America 99%. I mean, literally, we are the great Satan, and we still give. And we still love. I mean, I'm not saying we should not love and give, but you are supporting the Muslims to kill the Jews and the Christians mm-hmm. of the Middle East. And we're going to pay for it here in America. Yesterday, the Council on American-Islamic Relations uh, issued a press release, and they're demanding that the U.S. reassert its leadership role as to be a negotiator in pursuing lasting peace. And that entails what they call the root causes of the violence that they state is terminating. What uh, This is how we're going to get at the root cause. We need to terminate Israel's occupation of Palestinian territories and end the Israeli government's apartheid policies. They're saying it's all Israel's fault. I believe the answer which America needs to do is stand up with Israel and show some might, show some strength, and remove the the leaders of Gaza Hamas from power and take that land back to the Jewish people and there will be more peace. The stronger we are, the stronger the Jewish people are, the weaker the Muslims, they will submit to us and they will live in a better route. The, the stronger they are, the weaker we are, it's going to be chaos and worse. That is exactly what Hamas is doing. If they have, if they were suits and ties in America, like in the case of care, or if there are Hamas in, in the Middle East, were in their uh, tradition clothes, which you see today on TV, all over the videos. They are savage. They don't believe in peace. There will never be peace because ask, ask them, how much of the land do you need to have peace with Israel? They will tell you the last square foot, which is the last Jew is going to be standing on because when we kill, we will kill the last Jew. That is exactly what they want. And there will never be peace between the Jewish people and the Palestinian. And the more land we give them, the savage they are. The more savage they will be. Yusama, yeah, we have members of Congress. I think of the squad. I think of Rashida Tlaib that, that has posted outside her office the Palestinian flag. These are, literally, we got 82 Muslims right now, like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and others. Those people are nothing but the Muslim Brotherhood. They are Hamas. They are the jihadi. We're supposed to remove them from America, and sadly, the liberal party are giving them America. They will be a louder voice as the numbers will continue to grow. I'm expecting they will pass 100 for sure next election. And it is sick. It's time for the liberal Democrats to stop voting for the Muslims, stop voting for none of their people, period, because the Democrat party are anti-America, they are anti-Israel, they care less. And if they show right now that they're supporting Israel, it's just a show-off. Is this a photo of no more or less? They don't care about America. They don't care about Israel. They are anti-Christian Jewish uh, beliefs and stands. And that's exactly what the Liberal Party is all about. You know, Syria has been designated by a U.S. government uh, as being a state sponsor of terrorism. But haven't there been many illegal aliens from Syria finding their way across the border into the United States? Uh, we have 160 countries coming to America, but they forgot to tell the American people 57 of them are Muslim 
people come from Muslim countries illegally. It's not because it is hard for Muslims to come from Egypt. You can come from Egypt easily. As a matter of fact, if my name is Mohammed and I'm coming from Egypt to America, I will have easy way to come because the sad thing is the ambassadors which Biden put all over these countries, the Muslim countries, are in very kind and soft and accommodating the Muslims. So they allow them to come to America. But the Muslims who are coming to this country in the last two and a half years from the border, these are the Muslim jihadis. Those are on the list. They will never be able to come to this country with visa. So they will come without visa and they still love them and bring them in. The worst date is yet to come to America. If you think September 11 was a bad day, that is nothing. And I hope people will remember that I said that on that broadcast, that the worst date is yet to come to America. What you saw in Israel is nothing. It's going to be, what you saw September 11 is nothing. It's going to be much worse, especially when we know that thousands and thousands of Muslims have already come to America through the border, the southern border, and the northern border, by the way. Many of them come from Canada. So... God knows what is coming to this land. Friends, if you have a question you'd like to ask Usama today, our phone number is open here, 800-733-9829. That's 1-800-733-9829. We're talking today about the terror of Islam. We have seen it demonstrated, yes, at 9-11, but we have seen it, uh, this has been called Israel's 9-11, but proportionally, friends, uh, they have killed many times more many times more in Israel than what they did in the United States. I'm talking when you consider it toward the entire population as a whole. This great devastation uh, has taken place. The slaughter of, of, of many has, has taken in the most gruesome. And, and Usama, not only that, but, but the kidnapping and, and threatening to, you know, to kill these hostages, you know, and one at will, a time. And they will kill them. Or you're going to give them a few millions of dollars to free some of the hostages, which they're going to use to kill more Jewish people. This is a sad, sad day. They're going to win-win either way. If you don't give them money to exchange these hostages, because the Quran teaches that, you can take ransom and free the hostage. But if you're not going to give me the money, which I'm going to use to kill more of you, then I'm going to kill what I got. They care less. They love death more than we love life. Wow. Lines are packed. We'll take as many calls as we can today. Let's begin in Spencer, Tennessee. Ed, you're on the air. The question I have for Mr. DeBacco there, what is, um, do you think this uprising in Israel will lead to Damascus bombing and also the war of Gog and Magog of Ezekiel 38 and 39? Thank you. I believe believe if if this is the end, which could be, because only God knows when is the end, it's going to be a chaos. It's going to go from one circle to a bigger circle. It depends. Uh, will Iran drag Israel to go to war against Iran? Because I believe Israel will retaliate from Iran because the Palestinians could not have done that if Iran did not financially uh, and with the weapons supported them. So it is actually the Iranians, uh, uh, Mullah there, are using the Palestinians as useful idiots. And they do not know that they're useful idiots because you could not go to Iran as a Palestinian to live. You could not go to Egypt as a Palestinian to live. The only place which Palestinians have respect is Israel and America. Not one Muslim country would like to have any Palestinians. So they're using them as useful idiots, and they do not know that. But uh, if if Israel go to uh, launch a retaliation against Iran, and then other Muslim countries get involved in it, that could lead to the end. We may are living in the last days or weeks of life on earth before the Lord takes the church and we'll be home. Ed, thank you for the call. Anne is next in Wisconsin. You're on the air. Yes, I just thank you for taking my call. I just have a question. I live in a in an area of Wisconsin where there is a pretty big uh, Muslim community building up, and I have often been told by uh, people that I know that live in the country part of Wisconsin to get out of the city as soon as you possibly can. Um, and I'm just wondering, I know that that might be a weird question to ask, but is that sound advice for me? Because I really don't have the means to be moving uh, away, but if it comes down to that, I would rather be safe. So what are your thoughts about that? 
Uh, you, I'm maybe I'm sure that she, she's asking, you know, Americans leaving their cities for the moment. That's what she's talking she, about. She's saying, are, are you know, the large cities, are they more vulnerable? You know, should she be looking at moving from them? And, you know, I, one of the things we don't want to dispel, Usama, is we want to be sure that we are not consumed by fear, that we're consumed under love for the Lord Jesus and sure. and following him and his well, word as well. I, I agree with you, Brother Jim. The Bible teaches we do not fear. There are plenty of do not fear equal to number of days of the year. Hmm. Over 350, sometimes the Bible said do not fear. But at the same time, I'm not going to build or live next to a Muslim because what happened in Israel could happen in America. And as a matter of fact, that's what they did in Detroit and in Dearborn and many Muslim communities. Mm-hmm. They they are taking it over and they are uh, taking it down. If you go to Dearborn, Detroit, some places look like Egypt or even worse than Egypt. So they're going to ruin the place where they move and they have large number and they force Sharia on the people there as we've seen it in London and many places in Europe. It's a sad day. Let's love the Muslim people. Let's assure the gospel of the Muslim people. Let's lead the Muslim people to Christ before they... Uh, become that savage in America. Thank you for the call. And again, friends, the, the one of the booklets we're offering today, one is dealing with the violent truth about Islam, but the other one is the straight way to life. Uh, we call it the green booklet that shares the gospel with Muslims and does so in a systematic way, uh, a little 24-page booklet. Again, for information on either of these, go to our website, vcyamerica.org, vcy.org for short, or call 800 729 Nine eight two nine. Gary is calling from Mesa, Arizona. You're on the air. Yeah, thank you very much for being on the air, and you're especially thank your guest for what he's doing because what Israel is doing is blunting the possibility of another Holocaust. Which, if this were to continue, you would see the most mass murder that we've seen in recent years, probably dating back to uh, the Nazi atrocities. But uh, I think that I've seen some of the clips on film here on my phone. Uh, it looks like they're going to have to bomb Gaza into dust and shove it into the ocean. This is what they get for making these concessions. Yeah. Thousands of rockets, the beheadings, all of this crazy madness that the Muslim religion gives us. This is truly not the, this is not the work of God. He wouldn't be on the side of this kind of thinking, this kind of acting, or this kind of belief. So thank God that Israel is going to, is going to survive this. And they're going to blunt another possible Holocaust. Thank God for interfering. Thank you for the call here today. We have to understand. We have to understand. We will not, should not allow the media and the liberals to use this against Israel to say they are the occupier. Here we go. The Jewish people are bad people. No, that is the only way for the Jewish people to survive, to live in their country. If they will not go all the way, as evil as they can be against these savage. That ha- what happened last uh, Saturday will continue every week from now on until they get rid of the last Jew, because that is their ultimate goal, killing the last Jew in the promised land. We have Tom from Redfield, Kansas. You're on the air, Tom. Yes, Jim. Thank you very much. And, Yusama, thank you for everything you do. One thing I have not heard, you talk about O'Biden giving all the money. You know, the Republican-controlled House had to approve it. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the thing that concerns me. Where are the Republicans that are supposed to be standing for what's right? Thank you. Thank you for the well, call. You are absolutely right, and sadly, we do not have big majority, so we can control this uh, this chamberlain, but uh, this chamber. But because it, it is politics, and believe it or not, most of our politicians, Republican and Democrat, are ignorant of Islam and what Muslim agenda is for the world and for America. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Usama Daktak is our guest today, and uh, we'll take more of your calls. I see the lines are just staying packed here this afternoon. We're talking about the terror of Islam today. And, uh, friends, again, in printed form, you have little booklets that talk more on this very issue, the violent truth about Islam and also the straight way to eternal life. And uh, quantity discounts available there. They're it's really covering the printing and postage in and getting these books into your hands. Uh, and uh, well, you can reach out uh, at uh, 800-729-9829 or at vcy.org. And uh, we will be back in just one minute here on Crosstalk. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Israel is at war, but in reality, this war is global. We're already seeing Iran and all these other nations, the Taliban, wanting to come to the aid of their comrades to attack Israel. 
The Taliban's even asking for permission from Iran to travel through to get to Gaza. My friends, the Bible says, I'll bless those who bless you, I'll curse those who curse you, speaking of the nation of Israel. We don't agree with everything the Israeli government does, but we stand with the Jewish people. We understand God's plan and economy for the Jewish people. What has been shocking since the war broke out Saturday night, American time, in Israel, is how many church-going evangelical Christians do not know what happened or have any context. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. We need biblical knowledge and truth about what God thinks about what's happening in Israel. I'm Brandon House. The Terror of Islam, our topic today. Usama Dakdak is with us, and uh, friends, uh, he speaks fluent Arabic. He has translated the Quran into English so that you and I can be informed as to what it says and what it instructs, what it teaches. And it is a direct conflict with with Scripture, but it's also a direct conflict with what we're told today, that it's a religion of peace. Well, let's get right back to the phone lines. We've got Barry in Tennessee. Hi, Barry. You're on the air. Yes, uh, this is just a question for our guest. Uh, I was just wondering uh, what he thinks about uh, if this invasion of uh, all these Islamics, uh, Islamic people into our nation and into our politics uh, is one of the many uh, problems in our country uh, to our demise that's uh, attributed to the failure of our our churches to preach the uncompromised gospel. I just wanted to know what his view on it, because he seems to be pretty up on that. Okay, thank you. We have been speaking against the interfaith movement, the Chrislam movement, the uh, meeting with Muslims to get to know the Muslims. You want to know the Muslims? Open the Quran and read the Quran. Because believe it or not, if you study the Quran and this small booklet, which we only have, I don't know, a few verses in it, out of 300 plus verses, you will learn more about Muslims. As a matter of fact, this uh, soft uh, system they're using to reach out to, to, be, to build a religion and bridges with the Muslims are nothing but the destruction of America and the destruction of the church. Yeah, yeah thank you. And Yusama, we have situations in which mosques are taking over churches or coming into communities, and you've got you've got churches that are coming to to be welcoming and and to be participating in their services. Uh, you know, saying you know you know we welcome you to our community to to you know have your mosque here. Uh, you're concerned about that? Absolutely. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you give a Muslim an inch, they go for a mile. And sadly, when we do that, Brother Jim, we're leading the Muslim to continue in Islam. How can I leave Islam when you give me the sum up? You agree with me that I'm on the right track. We should do the opposite. Warn the Muslims, you're in a cult. Islam is not a loving, peaceful religion. Show me where in the Quran you found love and peace. And by the way, here is the love of Christ, and here is the truth of Christianity. Yeah. That is the only way we can truly lead the Muslim to Christ, not to be friends with them and give them our country. We have, uh, thank you for the call. Rick is next in Milwaukee. You're on the air, Rick. Uh, yes, well, yeah, I was um, just wondering if you were aware of the um, or, uh, Genesis uh, chapter 6, verse 11, where it talks about the violence being in the land. And that um, the word violence there is actually translated in, uh, out of the Hebrew, actually is Hamas. So Hamas actually means violence in the, uh, the Hebrew. Um, I just thought about your, your thoughts okay. about that, because then, you know, the Lord says, you know, as in the days of Noah, so okay. it shall be before the Son of Man returns. You so. some, are you familiar with that at all? Well, the name Hamas means courage, or Hamas means to be bold. That is the meaning of the name, and they picked up on purpose. Uh, the Arabic words and Hebrew words, obviously, are sister language, but that's not what the Bible is actually talking about in Genesis 6 concerning this Hamas. It talk about violence in the earth, and the violence is found in Islam, not just in Gaza, but it's found in, Islam, in the world in the last 1,450 years, every place where Muslims are. So the violence is all over Islam because that is the religion of Allah. Allah is Satan. He desires nothing but death and destruction. Thank you, Rick. And uh, certainly Genesis does describe the wicked, evil times during the time of Noah. And uh, folks, it's a warning to us, uh, as it was in the days of Noah. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Um, we've got Jan in Upper Michigan. You're on the air, Jan. Hi. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, I wanted to quote a little bit of Scripture. Jesus said in John 16, uh, chapter, uh, John 16, 2, he said, The time cometh that whosoever killeth you 
will think that he doeth God's service. And I think this applies to the Muslims. Mm. And I also wanted to mention uh, they're cowardly. I mean, this isn't soldier against soldier. This is is people against little babies and children and mm. women and and how gutless and evil can yeah. they be? Yeah. And I just want to say, God bless you people for exposing this. Okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. You sum up the, the... And believe it or not, sister, that's exactly what Muhammad did 1,400 years ago. He invaded villages, not army. He killed innocent people, women and children during the night. They did not kill them during the day because they're kept in for themselves as concubines and slaves. Yeah. Sex, slave, and whatever. Been... But there's a nice we killed everybody. Wild animals, beast, uh, savage. I mean, we've seen, heard different terms coming from uh, Israeli government in this regard. Merle in Tennessee, you're on the air. Yeah, Jim. To nobody's surprise, weapons we left behind in Afghanistan are showing up in the hands of Hezbollah and Hamas. Hmm. Secondly, as this thing widens and the circle gets larger, watch for Obama to start make his move. He's, going, he's the one that's going to try to broker a peace deal and try to bring in a two-state solution. Keep your eyes on Obama. Hmm. Thank you for the call. Yeah, but, but, brother, trust me, the Palestinians who are doing this riot right now, who is breaking this savage, do not want two states. They want one state, Palestinian state. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, they will start with, say, two state until they get their state, and then goodbye, Israel. Yeah. Uh, let's. Uh, our final call today will be Cecil, Wisconsin. Aaron, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Osama. I'm just wondering what your opinion is on what uh, General Flynn had suggested as far as Israel threatening the mosque in order to have the uh, uh, hostages released. Uh, I'll listen uh, off. I heard, Thank him, you. I heard him saying that I disagree with him completely because that will bring the end. I mean, it could happen. I mean, this is not something I will encourage anybody to do. Mm-hmm. I will never support that idea because that threat, Muslim would love to hear and they want to, to go ahead, take the mosque down, because then you have the, all, they will have all the right to go ahead and remove Israel from the face of the earth. And you'll see nations, Muslims, from all, you're not hurting the, the, the Gaza people. You're actually destroying every belief of every Muslim in that mosque, which they think is one of the two most holy sites for them. So it is the work of the devil. If the Israelites ever did this, you just count the hours or the minutes for the return of Christ, because that will be the end of the life of this world wow. as we know it. Really a wake-up call, Usama, to the nation here in the United States, a wake-up call to the world, but the question is, are we waking up too late? I think we are too late because obviously the cancer of Islam is spread all over the world. You've already seen the riots in planet Earth in every uh, capital, every city, and it's going to get bigger and bigger. Just wait for next week and the following week. The cancer of Islam is everywhere, and sadly, we did not share the gospel with them for all these 60-some years since they started coming to America. And uh, the end, this is going to be sad. Usama, thank you for being with us here today. Thank you, Brother Jim. And friends, Usama Daktak will, Lord willing, be joining me on Monday Night Television, this uh, at vcy.tv, Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time. Friends, if you'd like to obtain those booklets, The Violent Truth About Islam and also The Straight Way to Eternal Life on Witnessing to Muslims, call 800-729-9829 or at vcy.org. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from CrosstalkAmerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.